Okay, here we go, guys. Um, six and three right now. We're looking forward to a run in November here. See what we can do. Big game this weekend against Ohio State. It's a game that uh, sort of always point to a little bit, you know, being from that state, from the state of Ohio. And then we've got many players from there as well. Always have recruited down there and recruited well. Um, when you look at them offensively, it's uh, it's a, a daunting task, I'd say. You know, you got a quarterback throwing 32 touchdowns, I think, and uh, very few interceptions, 3,000 plus yards in um, in nine games. Um, two 600-yard rushers, a couple uh, wide receivers that have caught over 50 passes. Outstanding group of wide receivers. Their off offensive line is pretty much back, back with the exception of one guy intact, sort of. And um, so they've got a lot of returning starters on offense. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, they're rebuilding a little bit, uh, you know, with the loss of Boza. Uh, you know, that's obviously a big loss for them. But uh, uh, athletic, active, outstanding secondary, run and tackle. Um, I'm very, very impressed always with their special teams. And it um, should be a great football game. Looking for a great football game at Spartan Stadium. And uh, I'll take some questions. That's usually the best way to go. Coach Rickard down the middle. Uh, Brian describes some lingering soreness that was kind of regroup as he goes through the game against Maryland. You took him out after an interception. The game last year against Ohio State, you're preparing with that as um, where this game goes direction wise, your choice at quarterback. What's the push pull analysis there for you? Well, we're going to look at our quarterbacks throughout the, throughout the week as we always do, see how everybody's working and playing and et cetera, make decisions at game time. Brian's our starting quarterback. Uh, you can go with that. That's the foundation that, that he's built here. Um, I didn't see any velocity issues according relative to his arm strength. I think you guys push and point towards trying to get answers and, and push people towards those things. If he was hurt, he would not be playing. You know, is he is he 100%? Nobody's ever 100% 10 games into the season. But if he could not play, he would not play. Um, and, uh, you know, we were a 30-mile-an-hour wind down there. In Maryland, you know, the other guy wasn't throwing very well either. I'm talking about the, the opposing team. So uh, a lot of things go into that, but I think he has a foundation. Um, as I said after the football game, though, not afraid to use Rocky. I think he, he uh, made a big statement against Purdue in that football game. And um, I look at him as an ace reliever. And if we need to, to go to him, if we're not having success, then we will go to him. Last year, 335, I think it was on the ground. How much of that do you guys, because there's a lot of, you know, same two backs and back, and you got a lot of your yeah. defensive personnel. Do you really go back to that tape a lot from last year, or do you look more at what they're doing this year? How much does that, what happened? You, you look at every. You look at everything. You look at the, the six game study. You know, we got a six game study <laughs> looking back at 2012, different things. So, and I'm sure that they do the same. You know, we also look at, at what Indiana did against us, you know, because of Kevin Wilson being there. Uh, so, um, you know, you try to look at every, every imaginable thing. They do the same. I think they do a good job of coaching. Um, they did some things last year that put us in, in conflict, I think. So, you know, run past conflicts and things of that nature. Uh, and, um, and then they broke tackles. Two good running backs, as I said earlier. And, um, you know, they had their way last year. So we need to play one play at a time and get ourselves, you know, focused and prepared, but not too over energetic. Play this game uh, accordingly. With the, with the 
same body, the same personnel, how much motivation is there for those guys to make up for what, you know, what transpired last year? You know, I don't know. I think every, every, uh, every game is, is, is really, like as I said earlier, a couple weeks back, every game is sort of a new season. And you can look at every single game and, and build on it from the past and look to the future. But uh, I expect our players to get ready every single game, rather, regardless of who we play. I mean, it's too difficult in this league not to be prepared um, mentally and emotionally. So, you know, how high can you get? You know, I want our guys at peak performance game time. You know, whatever that is, their peak performance, whoever that is, whether it's a quarterback, defensive back, a backup, whatever it is, I want them to be at their peak performance. Uh, yeah, he'll be back this season, and we'll see. We'll see whether he's on. We'll see how it goes this week, sort of day to day. And, and Josh Butler, um, this is a guy we haven't seen in a while. And in a while back, you said he was getting close. Did he have a, a setback along the way, or just? You know, I really don't want to talk too much about injuries, other than to say they're day to day. Okay, and then uh, Josiah, how did, when you when you see him Sunday or Monday after playing a lot after. Yeah, he's playing, good. Yeah, he'll runs. he'll be starting. He'll be start, starting the quarter. I thought he played well, yeah. When you get to, to six victories and the bowl game is, is secure, it's, it's kind of a two-part question mark. It seems like in this day and age that more programs might benefit from, given the fact everybody's trying to win, make that bowl eligibility really a, a very uh, significant goal and objective. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, uh, it can be a little bit elitist on the part, maybe, of critics who sometimes say that team isn't worth going to a bowl, that, that record isn't worthy of going to a postseason game. You, from a coaching standpoint, I believe, see bowl games as being not only perhaps a testament to the program, but as an opportunity for kids who maybe have not traveled, uh, who have not had their horizons significantly expanded. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, I think bowl games, um, that's the first hurdle that you try and clear. Regardless of what, uh, what program you're at, where you're at, you know, I, I guess there's, there's a lot of givens um, that, hey, we're going to get to that. But, you know, still when you get to the sixth win, there's a lot of meaning in that. It means that, uh, that you're going somewhere. And I do think that it's an opportunity for, you, for, for your young people to go and experience life in a different area a little bit. It's a reward for them. It's a reward for our for our staff as well, and it's a um, I guess it's a it's a it's a point of where you can jump to the next thing. <clears throat> you get an extra month of practice, basically. I don't know how much you use to get getting better, or how much you use just to to uh, to try and get ready for your opponent. I'm not sure on that really. Sometimes just depending on the bowl game and the time frame, but I think it's a springboard to to greater things. Um, even this year, you know, winning six, now can we win seven? And then can you win eight? And can you win nine? You know, what, what is the, you know, what's the pattern there? What can you do with, with what you've got? So, and, and really in November, uh, we have always tried to, to work towards the championship. That's our goal. But if that goal doesn't happen, then you're going to point towards another goal. And, and um, you know, with every win, you go up a, I think you go up a notch in terms of where you're playing in the, in the, um, the experience that you're probably going to have at that bowl place and who you're going to play against. And at the end of the day, you want to represent Michigan State. Mark, with, uh, with 
JT, you seem like he was there forever. Obviously, yeah, did he? Haskins is a lot different. He's not as mobile. How much does his, not his inability to run, but the fact he doesn't do it as much change what they do offensively and how maybe you prepare defensively? Well, I think they want to be balanced, um, even though they, they tilt towards, towards passing until this last game um, for, for at times. I think they do want to be balanced. They have good running backs, and I think that's what they'll try and do. A lot of these things get gets tilted because of uh, you know down and distances. You know what down and distance are you in re relative to what you're going to do? So um, that can be a little bit misleading, but I, th I do think they want to be balanced. I think he's a very good quarterback. He's got a great arm. Um, he's got great wide receivers to go to. They have a great scheme, and um, he's been extremely productive. If you look at the productivity of their offense right now, you know um, it's. It's a big task. It's a big challenge, you know. So we're getting ready for it. America, I know you talked about this in the past a little bit. Obviously, for a big chunk of your roster, the Michigan game is, is a huge thing. But there's almost as many guys from Ohio, yourself and some coaches included. Can you kind of compare what this week is like? I mean, I, we, we all know what Michigan week like. Is this kind of close? Well, you know, it's not just that, you know, that, that is a part of it, but it's not just that. It's in the past number of years, we played basically for the championship, you know, in that, in that game. You know, I would say in 15 we did, and, um, you know, certainly in 13 that we did, and it had a major impact on, you know, in 2014, you know, that team that won was probably going to go to the playoffs. That's what happened. They won the national championship. So, and then the other, the other thing is, uh, you know, if you're going to be the best, you know, you got to beat the best. And at this point in time, um, you know, Ohio State is still the defending Big Ten champion, I believe. And um, so you got to beat the best. So, you know, that's always been the, the target area, I think, for, you know, throughout the years. I'm talking about throughout the years. But every game has its own meaning, you know, and there's, you know, there's other games that have a big meaning for this program. You guys know that. But um, that's how we've sort of always sort of taken it. As we've moved forward, it's, it's just a big game. And it's always been, even when I was here before, it's been a big game. It was a big game. You know, um, back in the late 90s, it's always been a big game for Michigan State. And, and there's some natural rivalries maybe in there because, of, because we have some people from there, myself included. But I think the biggest point of emphasis is that it has mean, meant so much to each program or to this program when we've, when we've played them there. There's been a lot on the line in those games. You talk a lot about Ohio State's offense. Can you talk a little bit about where the defense is right now with, with the loss of Nick Bosa, the number of yards they've been giving up? What, what have you seen from them on tape that has maybe changed a little bit about him? Well, you know, they've, uh, they've, they're replacing, with, with him out, they're replacing three defensive linemen that I think played in the NFL. So that's a big, you know, that's, that's tough duty. Um, you know, their linebacker, Borland, uh, you know, is coming off Achilles injury. You know, so they're playing in and out with a little bit younger secondary, talented, but a little bit younger secondary. They had three, I think, three guys left last year from their secondary, which was extremely talented at that time. So, um, and, you know, everybody's got a plan. And, you know, in this day and age, you know, it's everybody has a plan, so everybody's going to try and make plays. And I think, much like I just talked about, I think everybody gets ready to play. Um, whether it's Ohio State or anybody else, they get ready to play. And so you got to look at it and say this is what other people are doing and they've had some success. The games have been closer. They're still 8-1. I hate to let everybody, you know, act, everybody act, acting like, oh, poor Ohio State. They're still 8-1, okay? And um, 
They're still ranked in the top 10, so they're playing pretty good. And they've got some playmakers up front. I remember early last season when Joe Bacci was still coming into his own, somebody asked you if you were surprised by his production early, and you said you weren't based on his preparation level. Does that set him apart as, as a linebacker, is just his level of preparation? Yeah, you know, and I go back and I look at all the, the players that, that we've been around in the past years, and not to disrespect anybody that's been here, but, you know, Chris Spielman to me is a guy that, that when I was at Ohio State as a graduate assistant, he was he was just coming in as a freshman. But that guy was watching film every day. That guy was playing 100 miles an hour on the film during field during practice. He had a good motor. He had he had good skills, a great great skill set as well. And I see that in Joe Bocci. You know, he's got a great skill set. He's an athlete in a variety of sports. I see that many times. And then also um, he prepares and he gets himself ready to go. So. Um, and he's a great, great leader as well. And he sort of, people sort of, you know, follow him or he rubs off on people, however you take it. Mark, what's, what's your hope and expectation for LJ the rest of the way? <clears throat> yeah. We have to see where he's at in terms of his injury and, um, and sort of go from there. He's only played in four games. So there's a possibility of redshirting him. So we have, to make, we have to look at those different things as we go, and we'll see how it all shakes out, and I'll talk with him this week, and we'll see what happens. The, uh, the possibility of a red shirt for him, does, that mean, does this sort of the beginning of that discussion with him? Well, if he plays one more game, then that's not a discussion anymore. So, but uh, we have three meaningful games left, and a um, you know, bowl game left, and there's, so really you have almost a 30-year you know, season, a little less than a 30-year season left to play. Fourth. Yeah, you know, that, that was, I remember going down there and they were undefeated, um, you know, and uh, I remember Julian Peterson, I think, had four or five sacks. I saw Julian last week and one time he lined up on the wrong side and just sort of twisted from there and sacked a guy and caused a fumble and he didn't start that game. Robert Smith went down with a broken leg in that game and we put Julian in. So um, he, had a, he had a career day. Uh, Ronaldo Hill, who's now coaching for the Dolphins, picks off a pass um, in the end zone at the end of the game on fourth down uh, to secure the win. And, uh, but I thought we played very well defensively and pressured the quarterback and stopped the run pretty well. And on the offensive side of the ball, I, had a, I think Gary Scott had a big punt return. Bill Burke had a big day. Um, and I um, can't remember who caught the balls down the sideline there, but somebody did. So I, I, I do remember a little bit. Yeah, you know, because of the people that I know there really as much as anything, because the people I work with and for, um, you know, I was a graduate assistant there and, uh, you know, sort of everything that really has been accomplished in my coaching career has spun, sort of spun off of that, you know, I mean, you know, Jim Trestle, I went to work for Jim Trestle. I went to work for Glenn Mason. I went to work for Nick Saban. All those guys have Ohio State roots. Uh, and, um, and then I went back as the defensive coordinator and won a championship, part of a championship, and um, all the people that it shared time with there. So it's really, it does it become the place or does it always become about the people that you're sharing that place with? And for me, it's always been about the people. Same thing here. This is about the people that have come here and 
and being a part of something uh, greater than, than one person and, and sharing that experience with them. So, but, um, you know, I would, I would say that and then, you know, from that state. So, you know, I have a special meaning in that case. You talk to Tressel a lot? Yeah, I still talk to Tress. I get a little nervous before games, so I, I give him a call. Yeah. Mark, I know you don't want to get ahead of yourself, obviously, but you talked about you know, setting your goals for specific things. And it's obviously winning a Big Ten championship first. That would, you know, it's a stretch right now given the way things right. worked out. So if you do set goals, is, is there a reasonable goal for you guys to look at the road goal and say that's what the next step is? Hopefully that's what we need to do. This is a strange football season. A lot of people have lost. You know, there's a lot of two-loss teams, quite a few three-loss teams right now. And... Uh, um, so, you know, I, I would guess that, you know, if you can't win the Big Ten championship, which that's a, you know, I guess mathematically there's still opportunity there, but I think the next thing is can you go to a, you know, a big six bowl? Can you be nine and three? Well, you know, you got to win this one if you're going to do that. So the first one up is to win seven, like I said, and, um, and we'll do our very best to do that and get ourselves ready to go and then, um, and then take the, try and take the next step. And I think that's what November is, you know. It's always been about that. It's always been about if you can win this one, what happens next? And there's a little bit bigger, um, bigger thing to play for as you move forward. And I think you can look across the conference right now, and it's, that's the case with every football team there. Last question. Mark, I was just curious uh, with Bryce's funding in Maryland. How much did you see the wind affecting him? Uh, what's your sort of concern level with the punting situation yeah. overall moving forward? And how important will field position be this weekend against this team? You know, he punted well with the win, and he punted poorly against it. Yeah. I don't to tell you. I mean, but, you know, I think he had, I think he tried to drive the ball, and it got up on him. You know, and in that win, you probably had to drive it, you know, a little bit more. So, but he's working at it, and um, we'll certainly work towards that. Um, but, you know, for our third punter during the season, he's doing an outstanding job. Good. Thanks, guys. Thanks.